Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bird Show. As much as I love traveling, if I'm on this plane over the weekend and this happens, I am never getting on a flight ever again. But what are the chances of it happening twice? I don't care. (laughs) That would be so incredibly terrifying. You guys heard about this uh, Alaskan Airlines flight, right? Mm -hmm. That is heading to Portland and on takeoff, they're at about 16,000 feet. And out of nowhere, the plane ends up just half of it, like what the panels on the plane just fall off, <laughs> fall off while they're in midair. I can't imagine looking out your window <laughs> okay. and just seeing the plane falling apart. There is no window. Like <laughs> a lot of the panels just fell off. Miraculously, nobody was hurt. I thought it was just one panel. It, it, the, the way I saw it. It it might was have, a door. I thought it was a door that fell off. It could have been half the plane. <laughs> I mean, one's enough. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the FAA is asking people to help them find the door. They're trying to find the door that came off. You know what's crazy? So the seats next to it were empty because the people missed their flight. <gasps> get wow. Those seats were supposed to be filled. No way. And the, the people they, the people thought it was a rumor until the people posted the confirmation receipts of like, I think a previous flight had been canceled, so they missed their flight. But there were supposed to be up. people in those seats. No Would they have died? I, oh, I don't on. know, but I'm yeah. guessing they would have been sucked out the plane because yeah. I think there was a kid a couple seats over and part of his clothes got ripped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fine. But yeah, I think they would have been sucked out of the plane. Well, when that happened on a Southwest flight, when it was just the window panel that popped open, the woman that was in the window seat had gotten sucked out of the plane. So if, imagine the whole door gets popped off. They would have 100% gotten wow. sucked out. But that's, um, I, saw, I think I saw the same tweet. It's called Burnt Toast Theory, where basically... When little inconveniences that you think are going to ruin your day, they actually might be saving your life. Damn. So um, if you haven't heard it, yeah, this is what happened. 16,000 feet and the door flies off. Um, Here's a passenger right now who is on the plane uh, talking about this large panel just blowing out. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row who his shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. And his mother, Avery, was holding on to him to make sure he didn't go with it. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Wait and see. That kid has a hell of a story to tell for the rest of his life, though. No one's going to believe him. I had my clothes on a flight once. Uh, So the flight crew is trying to tell everybody, you know, what's going on as it's happening. But some people couldn't even hear what was happening on the plane. 
I'm just never getting on that flight. Mm-hmm. I'm, any flight ever. I'm done. That There's, is scary. I mean, the odds of that happening to you twice. If anything, you should feel super safe getting on a plane. What about the odds of happy, of it happening once? And I don't scare easy because usually when I hear stuff like this, I mean, this is terrifying enough that you forget there are another million flights that day that landed mm-hmm. and took off and landed perfectly. It's one like this that would terrify you. But if I'm on that flight, I can't see myself having the guts to get back on another flight. Uh, it would be tough. I don't think I would be done, but it would be tough. It would probably take me a while. I mean, I'd take a break for yeah, sure. I'm taking a break. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be hopping on a flight the next week. <laughs> and I'm certainly not sitting next to the door. No. No matter what. <laughs> I don't care how much extra leg room. No. Nope. There will be no more exit rows for In case me. of emergency. So- no. No. Yes. No. You could be seven foot eight, and I'd say, I don't want that extra leg room. Put me cool. in the back. <laughs> All right. So it was Friday where we were talking to Liz, who was really nervous nervous going into the weekend because she was pretty convinced that her husband was going to ask her for a divorce and she was asking you guys and our family is there anything you can do if one person is checked out of the marriage at this point so liz how did it go over the weekend hey everybody um well (laughs) it went good and bad let's put it that way okay um i'm kind of like having all sorts of emotions i'm a mess over here but um, he got home on Friday night, and things were really awkward. I mean, there's no affection, no kiss hello. Wouldn't even look me in my eyes, and we were really not even saying anything to each other. But, I mean, after he'd been home for a couple hours, I finally told him, like, I can't do this anymore, and we need to talk this out and get things out in the open. Um, you know, I told him once again that I was really sorry for the fight that we had and leaving on Christmas Eve, and I do. I do feel really bad for that, especially because it was the holiday. You know, he did say that he was sorry, too, this time, so that was a start. Um, But after that, he kind of got quiet for a minute, and then he started talking. You know, he said that he'd been doing a lot of thinking over the last 10 days. He said it's obvious that our marriage is broken. I mean, I don't agree, but I'm getting there. Um, He said he doesn't know how to fix things, but he knows that we're both really unhappy right now. And he originally planned to come home and tell me that he wanted out of our marriage, but... After thinking about it for a few days, he realized that he feels kind of obligated to try to fix things before quitting. So kudos to him for that. Um, He did say that he would go to marriage counseling, but he also said that he wants to pick the counselor so he knows that it's someone that he'll be comfortable with. And, you know, he said he'll give it all that he has, and he asked that I do the same. And he said that if things don't improve by summer, he thinks it's in both of our best interests to end things. He said he didn't want to drag this out if it was an unhappy marriage because his biggest concern is for me. You know, I'm 32 years old, and uh, he knows that my body doesn't have forever to have children, and it's something that is important to me. So if we divorce and I have to start over, it could take time to find someone new, date them for a while, you know, get engaged, married, start a family, the whole process. And I guess I can't argue with him on that point, so that's kind of where we are. You know, I'm going to finally tell him to save my marriage, but by the end of 2024... Things will be better, or I'm going to be starting over. I guess. I mean, I mean, this it it the situation you're in sucks, but I do feel like this is the best case of a yeah. worst case scenario. I do agree with that. I do, and I really like that he had my best interest in mind, even mm-hmm. if we did choose to end our marriage. So, 
I don't know. If my husband came to me and said that he felt obligated to do things before ending it, to me, I don't know that I would feel like he really was going to put his all into it. So do you feel like he's really going to give it a fair shot? Um, I would like to believe that he would. You know, I don't want to give like a negative mindset to it. And I know the way that it, you know, he worded it and the way that I worded it may not seem like he's very, you know, fully invested in it, but... I did truly believe with the conversation we had and, and how long we've talked about it that he will really try to fix things. And, you know, all I can ask for is for him to give another shot because I really don't want my marriage to end, you know? Yeah, I think the word obligated is off-putting, but it's the truth. Um, I think when I was going through our separation and our divorce also, I felt obligated. I felt obligated to my wife. I felt obligated to my kids. I felt obligated to myself. I said, I do. Uh, We also said till death do us part. And I felt obligated to do everything I could uh, to look myself in the mirror and say, you tried everything. We tried absolutely everything before you're going to break up a family. So you can call it what you want. Obligated is kind of a nasty word, but I felt, yeah, committed to that. I think that the obligation word kind of threw me as well. But from what I've been told about marriage, because I've never been married, it that is a part of it. And it you, you hit rough spots and where both people may not necessarily fully be there, but you, you're supposed to fight through it. And it sounds like he's willing to do that. And I think that is something to look forward to. And at least it's not over. You went into this thinking it could be over. It's not over. He's willing to fight. And I think that's a good thing. All right, Liz, you'll keep us uh, keep us posted. But I think this is all pretty, pretty good news right here. Absolutely, we'll do. Thank you guys so much. All right, appreciate you sharing your life with us. Thank you. No problem. Bye bye. See ya. The Bird Show.